Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sports book app. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. We're going to kind of go back and forth a little bit from uh, basketball recruiting to football priorities in the offseason, a little bit of a Washington preview to get you ready for tomorrow. But first, you know what? We've been on a basketball kick. We're going to stay on a basketball kick. Um, we've talked in the past about some of the uh, names that matter. And again, this is a lot different recruiting for Tommy Lloyd than it is under Sean Miller, because as we've talked about, it's a very exclusive list of players that are being, um, that are, uh, that are being recruited uh, seriously by Tommy Lloyd. One guy though, that we haven't mentioned a ton that we need to talk about though, too, is Derek Queen. 2024 big man out, out of the East coast, six nine two twenty. Um, he's a top 20 kid in his class. The thing that's uh, fascinating about him is that he is, he is about, uh, he, he would, he would be a good fit pretty much anywhere. He's very mobile. He's skilled. He can do a lot of different things on the basketball court. Um, right now, Maryland is probably the leader for him, but as we've talked about many, many times that, Tommy Lloyd is not recruiting guys that he doesn't think have a real chance to be able to, uh, that he has a real chance to get. So we'll keep you up to date on that one, but I know they're going to try to get him on campus. And um, he's certainly a guy that if he doesn't go to Maryland, Arizona is in a very nice spot. Another guy that we haven't talked about a ton um, that uh, back to the 2023 class Mr. K.J. Lewis. As you know, I am a massive K.J. Lewis fan. I don't care what his rankings are right now. It doesn't matter to me if he's top 50 or 60. Um, I think this is going to be an NBA player by the time that he's done uh, during his time here in Tucson. And I think Lloyd feels the same way. You watch him. There, one thing that he certainly does need to do is he needs to tighten up the dribble. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. But... He's a next-level athlete. He's a pretty good shooter. He embraces the defensive side of the uh, of the court, and he's a very, very good finisher. There is a lot to like about K.J. Lewis, and so don't be fooled about that ranking right there. He's going to come in next year in that 2023 class, and he's going to be able to – he's going to be ready to do some things. Um, one, another guy in the 2023 class that we've talked about a ton, but – um, I've had a lot of people ask me what exactly are his strengths is Cody Williams. Um, again, things can change in recruiting, but right now I do believe that Cody Williams will end up at the University of Arizona. Uh, top 20 kid nationally out of Gilbert. Um, I heard the comparison, Dalen Terry. I don't hate that comparison. I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. Some of the similarities are is they got a very, very similar body type. Uh, both, both very long, thin, but deceptively strong. The shot is certainly a, uh, a work in progress, but where is uh, Dalen to me was a little bit better of a prospect. I always thought that Dalen was a little bit underrated as a prospect because Dalen had a tighter handle at that point. Um, uh, they both see the court very, very well. Um, but Dalen to me was a little bit better, but that's not a terrible comparison to go off of there right there. Um, and as Sheer mentioned the other day, I don't think that Cody Williams is going to drag this recruitment out any longer than is necessary just because he isn't that type of kid. And, you know, um, I don't think that there's any reason for him. Arizona is on him with the full court press. Like I said, I think it'll probably become a wildcat. 
Now, it will be fascinating to see exactly what happens then moving back to 2024. Uh, we talked about it before to Don Thomas, Zoom Diallo. I'm a, I like to Don Thomas. I love Zoom Diallo. Uh, Diallo to me, though, is a little bit of a double-edged sword, mainly because he's probably a one-year guy. But, you know, it, it, it all depends. Do you take John Wall for a year? I mean, that, that's kind of where you're at. I don't I'm now I'm not saying that he's a John Wall prospect, but he is a very good he's he certainly reeks of an NBA prospect. It would also be nice to keep him away from some of those West Coast schools like Gonzaga, et cetera. So um between him or Dedon Thomas, I do think Arizona gets one of those. And uh Carter Bryant, if there is a if there is a priority after um Cody Williams, it would be Carter Bryant and Right now, Arizona's sitting pretty with him. You watch Carter Bryant. Again, he's a 2024 kid. He's incredibly smooth. I look at him, and I think there's a lot of Jason Tatum to his game in that he's not a he's a good athlete. He's not a next-level athlete, but he's got the pull-up. He's got pretty good uh, uh, range, or he's got pretty good feel for the game. He's a guy that Arizona prioritized from day, uh, very early on and uh, was the first offer. And I do believe that um, they sit very, very well with him right now. All right. Now, real quick, let me tell you about Four Peaks. Four Peaks Brewery, the official brew of PHNX. Here's the deal with Four Peaks. Um, again, official brew. We're going to be having the Tap and Bottle Watch Party down at the university or uh, uh, downtown uh, um for the Arizona-Washington game this Saturday, Four Peaks uh, Brew will be there. We all love Four Peaks, as we know, and um, the Tap and Bottle Watch Party will be great because, again, it's fun, and Uncle Kev, Kevin Woodman, is going to be there. Really looking forward to it. I would, uh, I'm would i going to get there about two. I would recommend, though, getting there early because I do believe this is probably going to be a pretty packed environment, though. So, again, both of those. Check the, all the show notes for details, but – Four Peaks and Tap and Bottle. All right. Now, a lot of people are asking, uh, switching over to uh, the football side of things, where exactly is, how exactly is Arizona going to get better this offseason? And obviously, on the defensive side of the ball, you're going to, uh, you're going to have to get a lot of guys and you're going to have to get a lot of instant contributors, to put it mildly. Um, and, on the recruiting front, the one guy that you're hoping to get is Leviticus Sua, four-star kid out of modern day. It'll either be Arizona or Stanford. But if you can get Sua, he could come in and probably play again. He'll take some lumps, but he could come in and play pretty quickly because, again, he's about 6'1", 220. Um, by the time, you know, he's very instinctive. Um, he's the kind of guy, though, that Arizona needs to get at that linebacker unit and needs to be able to uh, get a lot of uh, players like that. What we're also going to find out, too, is what exactly the uh, what exactly uh, Jed Fish, how far can he take his uh, um, evaluate or how far can he take his connections? We've already seen that he can recruit in the portal. He's shown that there's no reason to you know go over it again, the kind of players that he got. This year, though, it's got to be all defense. You've got to be able to get game changers in there. You've got to be able to get guys that can come in and make an immediate impact. Now, 
Uh, Sheer and I were talking about this. I don't necessarily need them to be stars, but I need them to be guys who are legitimate depth players who can come in and who can play legitimate power five guys, because I think the offense will be good enough next season that if you have a, if you have a reputable defense, just something that's kind of mid, then, you know, I think that you got a real chance to be able to do some things. But if you don't do that, then it's going to be an issue for you because we're going to look at this all over again. But you got to be able to revamp the front seven. I don't hate the back uh, back end, especially if you've got a Christian Roland Wallace, if you've got a um, you know a trade in Stukes. You're uh, you get you might it almost might be addition by subtraction with some of the safeties. But Jetfish isn't dumb. Jetfish knows what he's watching this year, and Jetfish also knows that. He's not going to be able to win a lot of games with that defense. I think you're going to see a massively overhauled defense. And I would be, honestly, I would be stunned if you won't. I don't know that you're going to get defensive players of the caliber of a Jacob Cowling or a, 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 a Jaden Delora, but you're going to get some pretty talented guys there. All right. Now, we'll preview the Washington game briefly here in just a second, but got to tell you about game time. All right. Here's the deal. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing uh, site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there. If you love PHNX, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description and Candlin. We've talked about this. Not all children have what they uh, need to live a successful life. In Arizona alone, almost 30% of young children live in poverty, and more than 50% of these children are behind their peers before they even start kindergarten. Candlin, a Phoenix-based nonprofit, is on a mission to provide the support programs and tools that every child needs to nurture their future. To get more information on Candlin's mission or to make a donation, visit candlin.org. That's candlin.org. All right, now we got Arizona-Washington coming up here. This was a game that I think a lot of people looked at and said this is going to be a this could be a real problem for the University of Arizona. Um, it still could be, but Washington has come back to earth. Um, a lot of times in college football, people make snap observations that are probably a little bit out of whack, a little too early on in the season. I think that's the deal with uh, Washington. They're not bad, but they also got kind of pushed around by ASU. Now, ASU definitely has a better defense than Arizona. There's no doubt about that. But Michael Penix Jr. has not played well at the quarterback spot. He's not a runner, so you don't necessarily have to worry about that. And I know I keep saying this week in and week out, but I'd love to see Arizona be able to sell out to stop the run and make him beat you. And you know what? If he beats you, he beats you. But Jaden Delora's also had a little bit of magic against um, against the uh, Oregon, or excuse me, against the uh, Washington uh, Washington Huskies last year and one thing that we have seen from him is when he struggles he generally bounces back in a big way so that's going to be interesting to see exactly uh, where uh, where everybody does lay with that but I think Arizona's going to go out and surprise some people again what I always tell people is people I think folks get too concerned get too wrapped up in the uh, well, we can't win this game. We can't win that game. When in actuality, there's very few games on the schedule that there's just no chance that you could win. We've seen that in the Pac-12 this year. But we're gonna get. I'll get all all the predictions tomorrow. 
everything that you guys all need to know. And again, more furniture, morfurniture.com. Uh, that's the place to get all of your uh, office needs, your furniture stuff. They've redone the entire PHNX studio. It looks absolutely amazing. Check out morefurniture.com, morfurniture.com, and the links in the detail. All right, we will be back with you tomorrow. Just wanted to get a little pod in here, uh, recruiting talk, um, priorities for the offseason. But we'll be back with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.